All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of What's for Breakfast right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. We have a special guest for you this morning. Also, not only a special guest, but we have a special co-host sitting in with us this morning as well. Everything will be revealed right after our morning song. Let's go with Brother War Alarm Clock. Let's get it. Time to wake up. This the alarm. Time to wake up. Time to wake up. This the alarm. Time to wake up. You think it's a game, but it really isn't, man. They trying to get you on a pipeline to the prison. And I'ma spit the truth to the youth in the booth in a way that I hope that they listen. Better wake up. Time to wake up, man. I'm not a pillow. I'm a alarm clock. Gotta be aware of the way that they grooming. They live in the money, they don't care about the humans. I don't wanna see you so the rumor, cause you're thinking you a boss and you don't know what you're doing. Trying to keep us divided, chasing the fantasy that they provided. Please don't be manipulated easily by the one that show no sympathy. They don't really care about us, only the creator we could trust. Must in the rough, time to wake up. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. This the alarm, the alarm clock. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. Must in the rough, time to wake up. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. This the alarm, the alarm clock. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. They keep promoting and packages selling. Vibration low, cause they profit our balance. Get it, your melon, that if you have melanin, your life irrelevant. And you keep buying it, so they keep trying it, and they keep selling it. Can't let them lead us to slaughter, protecting our mothers, defending our daughters. We should be fathers that's raising our sons. Our words are more powerful than these guns. Fighting for peace and we fighting for love for humanity. This world is vanity. They try to keep us in fear so we won't realize that we're made in the image of God. Wake up and just walk in your power and purpose be liberated from facade. In the rough, time to wake up. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. This the alarm, the alarm clock. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. Must in the rough, time to wake up. Sleeping for too long, it's time to wake up. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, once again, this is West for Breakfast right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents. Man, my brother is not feeling well this morning, so we got to hold it down for our brother, Captain Jay. Salute to you, bro. Get better, get better. Man, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, woo, I'm telling you, this is going to be one for the ages right here. Sitting in, co-hosting, just sitting back, chilling. We have Miss <laughs> Gina, live wire. <laughs> good morning good morning good morning yes 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 and like i told y'all man we have a special guest if you're looking on uh, facebook or if you're looking on youtube live you'll see her picture right there all flossed out in her dress and her crown miss francesca Mm -hmm. yes 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 how are you doing this morning all right i'm doing well i'm doing well how are y'all Doing very well, very well. Cannot complain, man. God is good. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we want to jump into it real quick here. Not real quick, but jump into it. Let the folks know your name, where you're from, you know, some good stuff like that. All righty, guys. Well, my name is Francesca. I'm originally from Houston, but currently I stay in uh, San Antonio. Um, I've been making music since 2019 uh i actually just started rapping uh in 2019 originally i'm a 
singer. <laughs> so uh, actually yeah. just started rapping uh in 2019 originally on the uh, I, yeah. hello yes oh okay okay i i had a feedback feedback okay sorry about that well that's cool that's cool you said in 2019 so has music always been in your family or is this something that just you just <laughs> caught the bug you know somehow how did all of this come about for you well on my dad's side, uh, his, uh, like on his side, they come from, he comes from a line of pastors and a lot of gifts, you know, were given to my dad's side of the family, like singing and, uh, playing instruments. And so I've always had like, I've always had a singing voice and I've always wanted to be a singer, um, for Jesus, you know, of course, I've had a little hiccups along the way, uh, which is part of my testimony, but I've always wanted to make music for God, and I've always liked to sing. And when it comes to rapping, um, I it started out for me as poetry and rhyming, and then it turned to me actually trying to put that in a song, you know, for God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So um, in your past growing up, who is one of the first people that really introduced you to God? How did how did your walk start? And then we'll start from there. My mom, uh, she's always been a believer. So growing up, we always had the knowledge of God and that he loved us and that he sent his son to die for us. Um, She didn't force us to go to church or nothing like that. But um, but she always, you know, made sure that we knew about God and that, you know, his love for us and that Jesus died for us. And that's really what shaped me. But I think that the person who had the most influence on me um, when it came to Christianity was actually my brother, because when he was in middle school, he ran to the church, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I seen the 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 fellowship that he had with other believers and his relationship with God, like it really like changed him. And I wanted that because growing up, I was always like the loner child. I didn't really have a lot of friends. I got bullied a lot. So I wanted to feel loved and welcome. And that's what made me run to the church. Mm. Amen. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't want to pressure you or anything, uh, Miss Gina. You know, if you have a question or anything, feel free to go mm-hmm. ahead and, you know, ask her. Yes, yes, I'm fine listening. This is awesome. Okay, great, great. All right. Um, so let's let's dig a little bit deeper because I know, I mean, that's amazing that your brother, you know, is your brother your younger brother or older brother? He is my older brother. He's the middle child and I'm the baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and what and you say you saw that he was um going to church, running to church and things, and he was really, you know, close with a lot of his friends and things of that nature. Now, was it so much of him going to church that drew you in, or was it the thing of him being so open and outgoing what drew you in first? Hmm. I want to say it was a little bit of both, hmm. but really just seeing the fact that because since I was little, I've been. I want to say it was a little bit of both, but really just seeing the fact that because since I was little, I've been. I want to say it was a little bit of both, but really just seeing the fact that because since I was little, I've been. I want to say it was a little bit of both, but really just se
paranormal activity. So I've always known that there was a God. So I kind of like seeing how how much he was loved by people because they love God. And that's really what drew me in was the love. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. That's that's pretty much the same thing that's really keeping me at the church that I'm going to right now. I see a lot of the camaraderie between, you know, the parishioners and, you know, also their kids too. That was one thing that I, I not so much judge a church by, but I'm looking at the church to see how do your children act and react to new members, to people that are just coming in and may not look like them. And, yeah. and when I came in, you know, not only did the parents and the adults receive me in, but the kids were so nice. Like there's this one young little girl, she'll, every time she sees me, Hi Orlando. Hi Orlando. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that really lets me know that this church is really on a upswing when it comes to, you know, their faith and really pouring it down into their kids that is going to be generations after this is going to, you know, really do something in the community, which I love. So that's what kept me around with them. Um so with with your faith, I want to dig a little deeper because, you know, um, I, I have an ongoing joke. I'm an amateur stalker. So, you know, <laughs> no worries. No worries. I'm just an amateur. So I'll, I'll never go into the, you know, full fledged professional stalkerism. But <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm like that, too. I know. I dissect all of you. <laughs> so awesome. So, um, you know, we'll. I, and I'm looking at your video and I'm looking at, you know, your testimony, which you posted on uh, TikTok and things of that nature. You really have a deep testimony. And if you could, I want you to, you know, dive into that a little bit so that the people can really understand, you know, where you're coming from and where God mm -hmm. actually saved you from, because that's going to help a lot of people wake up within themselves. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so my testimony really starts like when I was in middle school, um, my friend, she was having a sleepover and I remember it was me and one other girl, I think actually this girl I'm still friends with today. Her name is Liberty. And, um, anyway, so she was like, yeah, y'all can spend the night, but y'all have to come to church tomorrow. And I was like, okay, which church do y'all go to? Um, and she was like, oh, we go to this uh, this one church. And I was like, really? I've actually been looking at that church because they always have these billboards. And they would always say clever and funny things uh, to draw people into their church. So I was like, yeah, like I'm down. And so I ended up going. And that's when I was I like I had an amazing experience. And. I never seen like what it was like inside of a church as in like people filled with the spirit. So it drew me in. I gave my life to Christ and I started going to that church every week. And, um, <clears throat> and so I'm going to that church fast forward, um, till when I was, uh, about to be a sophomore, mm -hmm. I went to church camp. Um, and it was a Pentecostal Assemblies of God church. And so 
you know, they heavily believe in like uh, speaking tongues, uh, which I believe too. Um, but I don't, and I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't mean to like uh, <clears throat> comfort anybody's beliefs, but I don't believe mm-hmm. that every, I, I believe speaking in tongues is a gift from the Holy Spirit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So anyways, I'm up there at the altar praying. I go up there with like an open heart and I really want to receive speaking in tongues. But God had a different plan for me. He literally, it was almost as if, if I could give you a visualization, imagine like, you know, you're in a crowded room full of people and, you know, everybody's speaking in tongues or trying to speak in tongues or, you know, and you're, you're over here waiting for it. And all of a sudden it's like, God, like, opens heaven open the heavens and then he singles you out and he pours his spirit out on you like Mm. something never experienced before and i want to describe that feeling as best i can as it felt like all the love that has ever existed ever does exist and will exist everything good past present and future it was like experiencing all that at once and i truly had an encounter with the holy spirit and it didn't involve speaking in tongues, you know what I'm saying? And and not not even that that's the important part, but I used to self-harm. And, you know, hopefully that doesn't trigger anybody, but I used to self-harm. And after that encounter with God, I felt like if, my, if somebody could love me as much as I just felt right now, I can't do that to myself no more. So I haven't um, touched my myself in that way like with a knife and since then you know what i'm saying like i haven't uh cut myself since then and so fast forward to where i'm like 17 um i had a falling out with the church and it hurt me so bad because i really had love for these people and i just didn't expect that you know they say that you never know the day that you the day that you wake up that's going to change your life forever and this is what changed my life is this experience with the church hurt and so i started to hate christians and i started that hate turned towards hate towards god because i felt like god all my life like i've been struggling and and like i've never you know, I've, I've just been struggling and I feel like it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so I, I remember the day that I cursed God. And I remember that day. It, it was it was like it felt like God was like, I'm going to just let like let you do your thing and you will come back to me. But I remember cursing him, his name. And I was just like, you know, what, I'm done like I don't love you anymore I hate you and you know I always say like you can't truly hate someone you don't truly love you know what I'm saying like because that place comes from a strong emotion and so I started hating God and at the time I was hanging around this one dude who him and his mother uh basically had a spell over me they were manipulating me they they I was in a trance all the time and it was like I was gone. And so I uh, he introduced me to witchcraft. But they introduced it in a way, and this is where why it's important to know your Bible, um, to where it was like Christian witchcraft, right? Mm. And I'm like, 
now I'm like, there's no such thing as Christian witchcraft. So, um, but anyway, so I started um, turning that hate and anger and I started putting it into, you know, looking up like the satanic Bible spells, um, you know, different like, and I, I hope this don't scare anybody because I've repented, but I, I was even into serial killers and stuff like that. Hmm. And um, growing up, my mom, she was a believer, but she she didn't have the knowledge she has today about stuff like uh, uh, shows like A Haunting uh, or um, like any scary movie that opens a door for demonic activity. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so I started uh, practicing witchcraft um, and I started uh, watching Katy Perry um and Kevin Gates and Brooke Candy and these are all artists that are like heavily that were heavily involved um I don't know if they still are but into the darkness and I remember seeing a, a video Katy Perry says she was like you know I tried to make it as a gospel artist but it didn't work out so I sold my soul to Satan or, or so I joined the Illuminati or something along those lines and that that inspired me that oh I can do this too and that's why it's very careful you gotta be you know i try to be as careful as i can with the words that i say i'm very like particular with certain words i say because you never know who's listening and you never know who you could possibly be leading astray right so so um i started listening to these artists and i was like not easily influenced but i was influenced by these artists to uh want to delve into that and eventually sell my soul for a music career and so i'm on i'm i'm into all this stuff right at the time and i i'm on my mom's work computer because back then like they didn't have a vpn to like stop you from getting on certain sites (laughs) right so i was on twitter and i remember just it was like 3 3 30 a.m you know, uh, witching hour, so they call it. And um, I was on Twitter, and all of a sudden, I get this anonymous tweet. And this whole, this tweet had like a picture of this um, long letter or letter to me, and it was saying like, "Oh, um, help me! Somebody's bullying me. Blah blah blah. I really need your help." Yada yada yada. And then I got to this p- part where it says, "And he wants my soul." I realized it was talking about Satan and that it was a spell against me. And um, because, like, at this point, I'm to the point where I have never put out music before. I'm 17 and I never even knew how to get started with music. Um, And at this time, you know, uh, Holy Spirit, help me, help me, because I'm losing my train of thought. Um, So, yeah. So I, I, I get that tweet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, as soon as I read, and he wants my soul, I literally felt the opposite feeling of that encounter with God. It was the opposite feeling. And it was so strong that like, it's, it's almost as if the devil himself manifested unto me with like, <clears throat> it's like he manifested, but like, I didn't see him, but I felt him. And it was the most scariest thing at the time that I had ever experienced. Um, and I've experienced a lot of paranormal activity growing up. 
So when that happened, I was crying. I was so scared. I woke my mom up at 3 a.m. And, you know, we read Psalms 37. Now, this is the point, another point that changed, you know, everything was when we read from that Bible, mm-hmm. um, Psalms 27, and um, <clears throat> I felt immediately peace and and holiness and like i felt god again i felt his presence after all that i had just like you know denounced his name and and all that i felt his presence there anyways not only that but i had never read the bible before because i would try to read it the one that the people that church hurt me they gave me a bible and i would try to read it but i just couldn't so anyways after this experience happens and I felt the peace. I was like, whoa, like she didn't even say the name Jesus because I didn't understand at the time that Jesus is the word. So because it was from the Old Testament. And um, I was like, what kind of power is this? What kind of like that it could like take away that feeling? I didn't understand it. So I started getting curious about the Bible. I started getting more curious about God. I started getting curious about genesis and the creation of the world and like all these different things the stars and the sky like what does it all mean what is the purpose of life like what is what is this like i i never i didn't think that that was gonna happen like that so when that happened um i started getting curious about the bible and i started to read for myself because i had questions that no christian could answer you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. it was really tough because i had to i had to find out for myself but i'm glad i did um mm-hmm. so i had to like you know study for myself and that was a blessing because when i tell you i soaked the bible up like a sponge i soaked it up like a sponge mm-hmm. now so currently at that time <clears throat> the more i started getting curious about the bible the more the demons didn't like that you know what i'm saying right. and yeah and so then that's when the attacks started coming nightly daily Mm. you know like to where i would get like such vivid demonic dreams um i remember uh as i got closer with god the more frequently they would happen you know i heard a saying once like you know if you ain't getting attacked and it don't even have to be just like literally spiritually demonically but if you ain't getting attacked you ain't doing something right because demons don't attack their own they attack those who truly know christ right so so i uh i remember this one night uh i had a dream and this is like literally the the most terrifying dream that i had ever experienced um was i was i was in a pool with that you know so-called friend that had introduced me to witchcraft and his mom was outside of the pool. Now they say when you're in a pool or a thing of water like that spiritually represents like you are in the spirit. And so in this place, it's dark. It's like like this, you know, like an October sky. It, it was like dark and black and gray. And it was just, uh, you know, looking back on it, I realized like God wasn't there. I was in hell, like in, in like a lower realm, you know. Uh, um, so. I was in the pool and his mom was outside of the pool and she had a Bible. It looked exactly like my Bible. And 
at some point I was like, hey, that's my Bible. And she said, no, it's not. And she started speaking in this demonic tongue. Um, and I started getting scared um, because I, at, at that point, as soon as she started speaking in that demonic tongue, I heard all of Satan's angels. They were singing some sort of demonic song to me, like worshiping me, but like also trying to like, like I said in my testimony video, like they were putting a spell of death on me to the point where like God literally wiped that song from my memory. But look, look at this. So he, they sing in this song, right? And I'm calling out to God. In the meantime, I'm like, God, help me, help me, help me. Nothing, nothing. And then I started the song that came from my heart in this dream was so powerful that the angels of heaven, they were singing it. And they were singing it again to drown out that demonic song to the point where literally the song that came from my heart that the angels were singing, uh, it drowned out the, the sound of the demonic. And I remember my mom would always tell me, if you can't say the name Jesus, think it and you will be saved. And I remember that at that moment and I called on Jesus' name and I woke up. Mm. Wow. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so after that, I was like, whoa, that was like my first, like, like, that was when I actually seen that there was power in his name. You know what I'm saying? We hear it in church all the time, but I don't think people, a lot of people um, don't understand the seriousness of that, that truth that you call on his name and you shall be saved. Right. And so at this time that I'm going through all this, simultaneously, my mental health is deteriorating. Um, side note, my father passed away due to him having schizophrenia and bipolar. Mm. He took his own life. Um, he took his own life. I'm and uh, when he took his own life, he was literally in the middle of a psychotic breakdown. They say that um, that he had scratch marks on his neck because he snapped out of it when he, uh, well, this is my, what my mom says, that he snapped out of it and he tried to save his life, but it was too late. So, <clears throat> so, so back to my story where my mental health is deteriorating. Um, you know, at this time, like I'm praying, spending time in the word every day, like literally turned my room into a tabernacle. And I'm just uh, I created an altar for God where I put my Bible and, uh, you know, I, I would like go and pray. Um, you know, that was my little altar to God. And uh, some of the things that I was still doing because my mental health was deteriorating and I'm starting to become like a little delusional. Um, I, I was still kind of practicing witchcraft unknowingly, um, thinking, you know how like people do new age these days and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm talking to God and all this stuff. That's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't doing new age. I was just like lighting candles and writing out prayers, not like, and doing it like as a ritual, you know what I'm saying? Uh, certain times, like I didn't realize some of this was witchcraft. Um, that I was still struggling with, but yet God was still with me in that, you know what I'm saying? Like, as in like, he never left my side once, you know, they say, uh, reckless love by Corey Asbury. Um, he said, and, and when he was performing this song, he's like, you know, 
one of the scriptures he quoted was, if I make my bed in hell, you are there with me. Like nothing can separate us. Mm. So, so, um, so as this is happening, I remember my mom, no, I remember God telling me I hadn't been to that one church since the church hurt. So I was, I think 17 when I left. And then when I was 18, that's when God told me after all this stuff, I was, he was like, um, I want you to go back to that church and I want you to ask them for help. And I was like, what? Like, nah, because <laughs> I still had like my church hurt or whatever. And um, so anyways, I was like, you know what, God? Okay. So I was so desperate to get deliverance because my mom, you know, she always taught me you can be saved no matter what. Don't ever believe the lie that you can't go back. Mm. And one of the things that the occult teaches is when you turn to Satan, there's no going back. You know, even Katy Perry has it in one of her songs called Dark Horse where she's like, there's no going back. And I didn't believe that, you know, because of my mother, because she had instilled in me God and and, and the and the power of his of Jesus name. And so. Um, so. Holy Spirit, help me with my train of thought. Happens <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I have ADHD, so it's I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so. All this is happening and um, my mental health is deteriorating, right? And so I go to this church right before I go to San Antonio because I feel like, so I, I used to do art and I used to like, um, I used to like do different artworks and like I have a mirror in my room. So at this time, and it, and it's not that it's not true, but I think that I was like so scared of like, you know, doing the wrong thing that like to the point where I cleaned up my entire room. I got rid of all my artwork because I, I noticed some certain things that I ha would draw as a kid would low key kind of be um, demonic without me even realizing, like drawing like eyes a lot, hmm. like third eye or whatever, not hmm. realizing that that's what I was drawing. But it was like it was coming out of my spirit. And I even got rid of my mirror because I'm like, those are portals and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just like very like, I don't want to do anything to accidentally do witchcraft or whatever. <laughs> and um, so I go to this church, back to this church, right before I head to San Antonio to see my grandmother. We're actually on our way out of town. And um, I stopped by the church. Well, my mom told, uh, and I, I, I wanted this because I wanted help. So she told the pastor and his son, who was the youth pastor, that <clears throat> what I had been up to, you know, spiritually speaking. And I remember, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but they gave me like this, this look like they, like they knew what was about to happen. I had no idea, but they called me into their office and they asked if they could pray for me, right? Because... Mm -hmm. You know, as a Christian who like truly accepted Christ, got baptized and all that, you know, um, there's a lot of deliverance ministries that, you know, say uh, like Christians can like have a demon. And it's not that it's so there's this is what I'll say. 
So I wasn't possessed by a demon, but I was oppressed to the fact where like it latched onto me because of what I had the door that I opened and what I allowed in. Right. And so, <clears throat> so they started praying over me, right? And as soon as they said the name Jesus, I started screaming uncontrollably, like it wasn't me. Something was coming out of me, mm. and um, or off of me. And I remember crying, like like it felt like a weight had been like the heaviest weight had been lifted off of me spiritually. And I felt free. I felt like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was on me like 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 that. You know what I'm saying? And I was I felt so it was almost as if like angels were singing and like the heavens open and mm. you know, it's crazy. So <clears throat> so that's when um I got delivered from that. But then right when that happened is when the mental health really started deteriorating. And um <clears throat> You know, I started having like all these delusions, PTSD, um, like just different things. And um, <clears throat> so fast forward, like I end up getting diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. And um, I had went into the hospital for, uh, for that diagnosis. Like I was like in like actual like I wouldn't call it a psych ward. A lot of people try to call them psych wards, but psych wards are really like prisons. Okay, so this was like a, a yeah. behavioral health hospital. Um, <clears throat> so I went to this hospital and like I'm literally having all these like delusions, but some of it's real in the sense of like it's spiritually real, but it's also like chemically imbalanced because of what I was practicing. The witchcraft had literally, it was like a catalyst for this next chapter in my life. And so you know, I'm soaking the Bible up like a sponge still, um, you know, but I'm over here having delusions and, you know, it's, it was a very scary time period for me um, because I, I didn't imagine. know like, what was happening. You know, it was it was very traumatizing for me. But at the same time, it was the most beautiful time in my life as well, because that's when I started really knowing the Lord. And, um, you know, <clears throat> And he and this is like when he would show me like he showed me the re-revelation. Like I remember praying one day and I was like, God, what do I do next? What do I read? And he and I heard in the spirit revelation. And that's when I started reading Revelation for real. And I was like, whoa, because before that I had uh my best friend when I was in middle school and summer high school, she uh she would tell me about revelation. Um and she'd be like, I don't know, I don't believe in that. Like, there's a dragon, and there's all these things, and you know, I didn't understand it. <clears throat> she didn't understand it. So, so I started reading, reading Revelation, and like, that's when it clicked. Whoa, Jesus is coming soon. Like, he's close. And to the point where, like, the more I will study scripture, um, the more I could see things from a spiritual perspective both uh literally and um in general you know what i'm saying right and so um like i even remember i could like see demons and people and i could see people who had light and angels around them and um this one lady when i was on my way to san antonio uh she asked if she could touch my forehead and i looked at her tattoos mm -hmm. and i was like no no you cannot touch me 
And that's why they say be careful who you allow to lay hands on you. Um, because she was, she's, she says something about, oh, ho, like, so I don't, basically, like, when you, you say, oh, I like your nails, or I like, mm-hmm. or oh, you're so pretty, so they feel like they have to touch you, like, as a superstition in order to not curse you, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, you can't touch me, and I remember she was a little taken back, so, <clears throat> anyways, fast forward, um, at this time, I had lost all my friends. You know, nobody was really there for me. The only person in my life that was truly there for me is my brother and my sister had already went off um, with my mom. But even still, she was going through things with me. But, like, it was like I was still experiencing everything that I was experiencing alone. Like, she didn't, you know, you can't put yourself in somebody else's shoes when it comes to mental illness unless you have yourself a mental illness. Right. And, um, so, you know, it, I felt so alone. Um, they teach us in uh, therapy that there's this thing called ennui that a lot of people with mental illness struggle with. Ennui is a French word for, uh, boredom of life. And I went through that little phase and here, let me like kind of wrap this up. So basically the past <laughs> seven to eight years, <laughs> I have been literally in the wilderness, like mostly in isolation. There's times where I do go to churches, but I've had so much church hurt from different churches that, you know, it's a little hard for me to connect. And I know that when I'm ready, I will go back. Um, For right now, how I spend my time with the Lord is through reading his word and praying and fellowshipping with my brother and sharing our testimonies together and our experiences together because Mm. part of my testimony towards the end leading up into this point was I was uh, a problem of backsliding just because of all the attacks and all the temptation and all the things like I backslide a lot not back into witchcraft but just in general and this last time I was backsliding so far that um you know literally my brother um he came he finally came back my uh he was i'll give like a little short snippet so you understand he was addicted to drugs Hmm. and um and my friend from cdc which is the church here in san antonio her and her husband literally paid me eight hundred dollars so that i could buy my brother's plane ticket because he had missed the, because of drugs, he missed the first plane ticket that I bought him with the last of my money. And then my mom bought him a plane ticket. He missed that too. So this was my last hope to get him back. And like I said, I was so deep into depression. And when he came back, my whole world changed. And we both started getting dreams and visions about each other. And like literally it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. And it brought Amen. me closer to God because, you know, I was like, if he could still have God in the midst of all of that and never give up. And, and he hasn't given up on God. Then, then I can do that too. Because, you know, after all that I've been through, like my faith has like, has held me, has kept me right. with the Lord, you know? Um, right. And then one last thing is I did, I don't know how I missed this, but at one point I was, this was like literally, um, one of the darkest periods in my life to where I uh, I almost took my life. I was 
waiting. I, I, I would sleep during the day and stay up all night. And to the point where, like, um, I was so depressed that one night I was waiting for my mom to go to sleep. So that this was the night, like, I've always had, like, suicidal thoughts. But this was the one time that I was actually about to carry it out. Like, for real, for real. I was so, so gone. Like, so gone. And I was so removed that when I was waiting for her to go to sleep, I was about to take uh, all the medications that I could. Mm -hmm. Um an overdose I would I had planned on that and I was just waiting so she finally fell asleep um and I just remember crying and crying and crying and I was like I was getting ready to go and all of a sudden audibly I hear Francesca and um, it was like it was like God's voice like I knew it was him because he sounded um stern yet gentle authoritative yet peaceful and um in his voice he sounded like very concerned like he was it was like just by him saying my name he was saying like just wait on me I promise it'll all be worth it like I promise you and um you know like for some reason like I was so gonna do it if for some reason I couldn't do it after I heard him call me by name and um yeah, and so he started pouring into me after that, and um, you know, it really like, it really mm -hmm. like saved me the fact that he called me by name. Right. And so yeah, so that's like um most of my testimony. Amen. 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 Um, once again, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's for breakfast. We're sitting down with France Francesca. Excuse me. Um, Amazing, right, strong woman of God. Amen. Right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. Uh, we just got through listening to a lot of um, her testimony. And for those of you that might be sitting back and wondering, oh, you're going to play music? Sometimes it's not all about that. Sometimes you have to let, you know, the Holy Spirit go with what the Holy Spirit wants to come out. And, you know, her testimony is something that's so powerful and so prevalent that, you know, you you have to let it, you know, just let let the guest speak and let whatever comes out, because you never mm -hmm. know who's listening and who may be able to be like, man, I can relate to that or I could relate to that part. I can't I can't relate to that, but I can relate to that because while exactly. she was speaking, there's a couple of things within her testimony that I can relate to. You know, when I was a junior in high school, I was actually in in an insane, well, not insane asylum, but I was in a hospital and everything. But being in a hospital like that as a kid with a bunch of adults, you can imagine how scary that is because I was mm -hmm. I was suicidal, you know, as a as a kid and everything gone through major depression, still battle with it a lot of times. But so I can definitely relate, you know, to that part of your testimony and God is good, you know, to uh, mm -hmm. get you out of there right. with the mindset that you have right now, because a lot of people, they don't realize they go into places like that. And sometimes that can turn the person even deeper into the depression and start wondering what's wrong with me. 
you know, why? And remember, I think she said she was 17 years old, only 17 years old. That's amazing. Right. Right. And I was younger than that. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. At that age to go through that and then where you're standing now. I mean, it's it's just awesome. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. This shows the awesome power of, you know, awesome power of God, man. So definitely, definitely. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, so we are going to get into some music real quick because you you have a awesome couple of singles that you sent to us. Um, one is that that we played um, earlier in the week called Kill Bill. And uh, you also have a video for that. So y'all go out there and check out that video is dope, dope, dope. Um, that's what I wanted to ask you. Who uh, put the video together and how did you know how did you come up with that concept so all everything in the video i want to say like 98 percent was like all my ideas um of course he helped me construct it in a way that made sense um his name is pablo uh he goes by chacon the director he's uh worked with like 50 cent and like all these artists and whatever but i know him personally um i met him at a studio and he uh you know he helped me with the video and uh how i came up for the concept was uh you know basically like for the song it it was like a war warrior prayer because for me like it helped me focus from my anger towards other people to the real culprit which is satan you know people you know people make their own decisions right but satan is the one to plant those seeds so i start that's where kill bill came from i'm like you know what i'm tired of you double i'm gonna really stand (laughs) up to you and i'm gonna like go in on you and i'm gonna embarrass you and i'm gonna make you feel stupid because you're not gonna play with me and you know i'm it was like a prayer for me you know what i'm saying so the video itself like uh i had like I even did vision boards and all these things because I'm like this has like this is gonna reach people and it's gonna change people to the fact where when I performed it in front of a secular audience uh you know a showcase I was literally the only artist um to win a a prize not only that but I was I stole the show with the name with the name of Jesus amen Amen. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to jump into that real quick. Kill Bill by Francesca. So uh, we're going to I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't don't ask. I don't know. But um, (laughs) does anybody call you anything, you know, like a little nickname or anything like that? So that's actually uh, connected to when he called me by name. I used to go by Frankie, actually. Oh, since middle school, but whenever uh, he called me by name, Francesca, I, after that, I started going by my real name, because I used to be bullied a lot, and people would call me Fat Chesca, or Frank Nesca, or, like, just weird Mm, names, and so I disassociated from my name, but one, and one day, I even tried to, like, go back and change my nickname to my middle name, which is Tori, short for Victoria, and, um, I, this lady was praying for me. She was like, I feel like there's something else I should be calling you. Do you have another name? And I said, yes, it's Francesca. She said, oh, that's it. Like, the Holy Spirit wants me to call you by your name. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do then, Francesca. Francesca. <laughs> so there you go. Look at the flower she bloomed into. So beautiful. I love all the names, though, to be honest. 
Thank you. Tori. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to jump into Kill Bill, and then we'll be right back with more Westwood um, Breakfast. Wait, has uh, Francesca uh, sent you the one that sounds like Caribbean music? Yeah, but we'll oh, jump Daughter into Zion? that a little bit okay. later. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Give me just a moment. Let's go. Hey. Yeah. 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 I already know your attacks. Know your attacks. So get back. You know that witchcraft don't scare me for real. I'm going in for the kill like you build. Already know I'm the real deal. I'm cold as ice without all the chill. Death is upon you, it's written and sealed. Wrath of God, Jesus, take the wheel. Just know that I'm stepping, just know that I'm prepping. So interesting, got your followers there. Declaring the blood, I'm sending the flood. Dusty walk like I stepped in the mud. Smoking the devil like y'all smoke a bud. I'm on fire, better call that one one. Satan, you tried it, but I'm the one. Bible fully loaded like a gun. Perpetual secular opposite holy. People coming up to me like they know me acting like they got something to show me trying to sell me a lie that i don't need don't believe in astrology no that's how satan try leading y'all on not a pisces the child of god believe in the fallacy i think that's odd y'all do the most i'm writing it down yeah i'm taking notes like danny phantom i'm going ghost i'm cooking you solely because i like to roast on guard this isn't even half of your misery i'm killing them know they all listening spiritually y'all couldn't touch me secretly i know that y'all want to bump me hey i already know your attacks so get back you know that witchcraft don't scare me for real i'm going in for the kill like you bill already know i'm the real deal i'm cold as ice without all the chill death is upon you is written and sealed wrath of god jesus take the wheel i already know your attacks so get back you know that witchcraft don't scare me for real i'm going in for the kill like you bill already know i'm the real deal i'm cold as ice without all the chill death is upon you is written and sealed wrath of god jesus take the wheel i'm the hottest lyricist on this planet speaking the word of god when i'm rapping y'all are confused like how did this happen heavenly gifts from above as my pappy in the stormy weather know that he got me i know that satan is mad he can't stop me not going down titanic i'm rocking the boat take over your city they mad i'm the goat that's all i know household name in san antonio never my friends they just wanted a cameo i'ma say it once boys stop playing with me y'all know this ain't no election how am i running when i am the president cut all loose ties i already severed them i'm burning bridges for my own protection i already know your attacks so get back you know that witchcraft don't scare me for real i'm going in for the kill like you bill already know i'm the real deal i'm cold as ice without all the chill death is upon you is written and sealed wrath of god jesus take the wheel i already know your attacks so get back you know that witchcraft don't scare me for real i'm going in for the kill like you bill already know i'm the real deal i'm cold as ice without all the chill death is upon you is written and sealed wrath of god jesus take the wheel Yeah, we the disciples. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're back with more of what's for breakfast right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. We're sitting down with Francesca. Um, 
man, powerful, powerful testimony, powerful testimony. And also we had a special, special, special co-host sitting down with us this morning. Somebody that y'all just usually see on Facebook and on, you know, other social sites, just sharing what? and posting and everything. Miss <laughs> Gina Live Wire is sitting down. Hello, with us hello, hello. Good morning. So, uh, man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, y'all know what time it is usually, man. We jump into our, uh, pardon me, we jump into our uh, last segment of the morning and that is our west for breakfast segment where we share the word of god and we get you started on your way boldly and strongly to face the day so i did not mean to rhyme that so yeah but <laughs> <laughs> but um definitely man um francesca francesca um <laughs> i know you you were you were in the chat when we first originally played uh, Kill Bill, and you had a verse that you wanted to share. Um, could you share that verse with us today? Yes, sir. Um, this is purely uh, by memory, so excuse me if I get like a little couple words wrong. I don't think I will. So this prayer is called Mary's Song of Praise. It's Luke 1, 4, 6. So it goes like this. My, uh, my soul uh, magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. The rich he has sent away empty, and the poor he has filled with good things. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. Amen. 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 Wow. And you said that's by memory? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Your memory is better than, <laughs> better than half the well, people's see, reading. This is the, this <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the prayer that my great-grandmother gave to my mom to put in my backpack when I was practicing witchcraft. Oh, and then, yeah. She would put this prayer in my backpack, and then once I started seeking God, and this prayer helped me against demonic attacks. Wow, amen, amen, glory to God. Um, my <laughs> my verse is coming from Proverbs 6:23. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Amen. 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 Uh, Gina, did you have one? My verse is Job 29.3. And you guys can read that. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, trying to get Jesse on here with us so we could get him to do one too, but he late. He late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me just one moment so I can pull that yeah, up. Job 29.3. Trying to open yeah. my Bible app. You know, that's what I was going to say. You know how do you? I got blocked Bible on my other Facebook. Okay, Job, <laughs> Job twenty nine three uh, says, "When his lamp shone above and beyond my head, and by his light I walked through darkness." Amen. Amen. <laughs> that definitely goes with exactly what uh, we've been talking about said- her testimony and everything. So, praise mm-hmm. God. That's praise I God. got that verse from her. Do you remember Francesca? You put that verse in the comments. I do. 
Yes. Oh, I thought you did. I wrote it down with your name. I don't know why. That's I weird. That that we have no. Wow. My first album, uh, my only album actually, is called Out of the Darkness. Um, and it literally is an album based off one song that I have called Out of the Darkness. But yes, it's uh, <sighs> literally about me coming towards the light and uh, me being like drawn to the light, even though, you know, when you're in a pitch black room and all of a sudden somebody turns on a bright light, it's like offensive at first, but then you're drawn to it. So that's where the concept came from. Amen. Amen. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all need to run out and support this young lady, man. She has been doing some major things in her brief time within, you know, within the gospel realm, not just CHH, but within the gospel realm, period. Mm -hmm. um, so run those numbers up. I have her iTunes account up right now. So, you know, she's on there. She's on Spotify. Uh, she has that awesome video out, uh, Kill Bill. What else do you have coming up? Uh, Francesca well right now I don't have like right now I'm uh, I still like write my music um, and uh, I'm just trying to really I'm just trying to reach people you know what I'm saying like I just want my music to reach people so what I'm trying to do right now is really like allow the Holy Spirit to, to pour into me and and eat his manna and, and eat his word up so that I can be better prepared for, you know, this end time, you know, where there's a lot of persecution about to come and there's like a lot of things about to happen. So spiritually, I'm, I'm you know, uh, trying to put, put on the whole armor of God and, and prepare for battle. Amen. Amen. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to end the show off with the song that uh, Gina Livewire, you know, was talking about. Um, so uh, what's that? Yeah. Daughter of Zion. Let the folks know about that track real quick. Oh, Daughter of Zion. So, OK, this might be a little controversial, um, but this is what the Holy Spirit showed me when I started my testimony uh, that I just shared. But um, Holy Spirit show me that you know is the song is talking about the bride of christ mm. and uh her her story is that of israel you know and um basically what the holy spirit showed me and and i'm not trying to get anybody to believe this because i know it's going to be controversial but the holy spirit showed me that the bride of christ is one woman and i know mm -hmm. that that is like huge because the church teaches that the bride of christ is the church but i just from what the holy spirit showed me um that's one of the lies that the enemy had been putting into my head that i was delusional about it and when my brother came back it he showed me that he was having dreams and visions about it too and so that was just confirmation to like that what I was hearing was from the Holy Spirit. So this song is about the bride of Christ and it's about, you know, some of the hidden manna that is um, in the Bible in revelation. Her story is all throughout the Bible. If you read it, it's like conversation between, I mean, yes, the Bible is what it's for, but it's also like the hidden manna is conversation between and prophecies about the bride of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I know that's like a crazy 
thing to say for a lot of believers. They they won't accept that, but you know that's just what the song is about. All right, all right, amen, amen. I mean, we we have to look back in history that um, a lot of people that call themselves believers didn't believe a lot of things even with christ being right there in front of them they didn't believe in certain things until you know until he manifested it and made it happen so you know definitely one thing i've learned is um a lot of times um there's so many different theologies it's a lot of it's not essential sabbath or eat pork or what is essential is father son holy spirit so tell them to focus on the essential yes period amen. i agree 100 amen amen so uh all right man it's been a great morning it's been a great morning had gina live wire on the line <laughs> with us had francesco on the line with us doing her thing you know telling her awesome awesome testimony uh man and once again once again prayers out to my brother captain jay wish he was here you know yes. um, along with us so Hopefully everything, you know, uh, gets better with you, bro. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning. Prayerfully, we will. Uh, but tonight, we come back with what's for dinner, and we sit down with the brother A-E-Z. A-E-Z. So, man, this day is going to be chock full. So make sure y'all tune back in tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern okay. Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And Gina may sit in on that, too. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for having me. You pushing it. You pushing it. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Like, I really appreciate you allowing me to be able to share my testimony with the world and whoever's listening, whoever needs to hear it, because I don't care if it's just one soul that my testimonies like help save somebody. As long as it reaches the person it needs to, that's all I care about. Because at the end of the day, Jesus loves us no matter what to the point where he went to the cross and died for us. Amen. That's how we at Quake Phil as well. Quake RYC Radio. We're here for you. So let's set your brother up. Message me later on today okay. for an interview. Awesome. All right. Amen. Amen. Let's jump into this daughter of Zion. Y'all have a great day. Go to work. You're not working for the people you're working for. You're working for God. Remember that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sign wow. off with this. God wants the best for you. Do you want the best for yourself? We pray that the answer is yes. Let's get it.
gave her a new stone that only she would know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A sweet, sweet sound. Oh, daughter of Zion, oh, daughter of Zion. Oh, Israel, Jerusalem. Oh, make a sweet, sweet sound. Oh, daughter of Zion, oh, daughter of Zion. She knows the Bible is a soul. Her eyes are as that of the most beautiful. I'm on where I'm on. trusts in her. He trusts her with his word. She has the kingdom key. Oh, Jerusalem, worthy is the Lamb. The bride of Christ is holy wife. Jerusalem.